Yo, I guess we started already. Ha ha ha! It is time for... What's the name of this podcast? Man, are we talking about marriage? It's time for Funny How Life Doggone Works. Yes. And today we're talking about... I'm here with Pacal, because... Uh, <laughs> For those who don't know, it's Pastor Kyle from Scent Church. That's S E N N E. Come on, man. T E. Scent Church. Scent. <laughs> Scent. S E N T. Scent Church in Plano, Texas. Not Plano, Texas. Plano. That's right. Texas. And it's a really good church too. Really, really good church. The mean streets of Plano. Right. He he's <laughs> a he's a. Uh, they have a daughter, Mimi. We talked about that, and that's his whole congregation. Nah, this man. is him talking to his daughter. <laughs> He's gonna leave our sons out. No, I don't, but they're not here yeah, physically. They don't go. Okay, they live in Michigan. They do live in Michigan. Where in Michigan? <laughs> okay, Ionia and Grand Rapids. <laughs> there you go. That is true. Yes, that is yes. very true. Okay, so um, one is on vacation, as they say. Yes. Hmm. So what we're gonna do here is uh, we're gonna learn some stuff about marriage. And I brought in a special guest just to keep things tight and nice to make sure I um when I talk about marriage, we talk about marriage right. And that guest is well, you have to find out. Okay. I love this podcast. You'll be laughing out loud and all of a sudden, boom, something that can really help you drops in your lap. I like it because I unexpectedly learn about life. It is so funny. I get to laugh and learn about life at the same time. I like listening to Funny How Life Works with the car of my parents. <laughs> with the car in my parents? Okay. Welcome Black. So, uh, am I forgetting anything? Do not, we should do some... Mm, Non-sponsor sponsor. Yes, that voice you hear is our engineer, Andy. Andy, tell them where you're from. I am from Brazil. Brazil. What, what part of Brazil? Rio Eastside? de Janeiro, Brazil. Rio de Janeiro. Yes. Oh, I really like the postcard. You just yes. have to be from that same place. Is that where they got the poster? Or the uh, the Jesus. Christ the Redeemer, yeah. Christ the Redeemer. Mm -hmm. But they couldn't use it on the Olympics. Oh, like they couldn't even that. show the picture. When you watch the Olympics, when they were in uh, Reno, they never showed that picture at all. Mm. The whole time. I don't know if it was because it was like that. That represents doggone. Jesus. Yeah, well, also that area, that territory. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the landmark. Like you Yes, that's one of the seven wonders of the world. Yeah, wow. and they didn't play it the whole time on Olympics. I don't know if y'all saw that. They never showed it the I whole time. actually never paid attention. Yeah, that's oh. very interesting. So you haven't, you don't, you're not looking for Jesus? <laughs> Is that what I'm hearing right now? Where I lived in Rio de Janeiro, I would see him every morning. He was right outside my window. Okay, what about now? See, you still see him now? <laughs> Absolutely. Now he's in my heart. There you go. Oh, it's nice. a much smaller one, though. Oh, <laughs> hey, I got a non-sponsor sponsor. You got a non-sponsor sponsor. Yes. We, we Listen, we do a lot of research. We don't just pick any by who we got. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so no, go it's ahead. a non-profit this time, for real. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Latter House Decor. Yeah, Latter House Decor. They, they fix up houses and stuff. No, they I don't. I mean, they decorate. Uh, what do they do again? They provide no-cost interior decorating services to women and families who've been hurt due to domestic violence. So when people get out, when they escape, when that they finally get free, dope. they take donated furniture items and that they come dope. in and they Yo, lay it out. Let's call them. That's just a great organization. You want to call them right yeah, now? Yeah, let's call them right now. We're going to call another sponsor, sponsor. All right. I'm so impromptu. Well, Andy will look see. them up and call them in. No, I, know the, I know the director. You know the director. Mm -hmm. But let's call without them knowing what we're doing, though. Let's just find out. Just call and say, hey, what let's do you Let's use doing? my phone because okay. I can get the, the okay. audio here. So... Can I take your phone and put the yeah, number in? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Take it back. Oh, there we go. Okay. Oh, okay. Andy has a 
An Android because it's close to his yeah, name. That's weird. Man, what is going on? <laughs> he got here. an Android. All right, here we go. So, All right, we're about um, to call. What's what's his person's name? This, her name is Melissa. Melissa, you gotta get get on the microphone. Oh, her name is Melissa. Melissa. M I L L I S A. Yes. Let's see if she answers. I hope this is the right phone number. Did I put on speaker? Or no? No, you don't need to put it up there. Oh, okay. You can just set it now. You okay. hope it's the right phone number. We're going to learn something about you and people who got new phones. It's popped up in Siri. I don't know if this is the office number or personal cell. It's okay. We'll just we'll improv it. I can't okay. remember. I had to call her before mm-hmm. when people have called the church and they yeah. needed help. But she's probably not going to recognize your number. So? It's a business. She might think it's spam. He could be a... He could be an abuser. Hello? Hey, is this Melissa? Hey, Melissa, how are yeah. you? Hey. I'm fine, thanks. How are you? So great to hear from you. <laughs> Do you can I tell her who this is? Uh, I think it's more fun if we don't. Okay. No, no, go ahead. Melissa, don't hang up. This is Pastor Kyle from Scent Church. Hi. Hey, how, how are you? Tell her what we're doing. I'm here with my friend Michael Jr. We're uh, recording a podcast episode. Yeah. Oh, hello. And oh, oh her voice got a little more perky with you. Oh, marketing. Hey, he has this thing. He has this, <laughs> see, there you go. Melissa, he has a thing that he does. You got to tell her about the podcast. I'm tell, oh, okay. Oh, the podcast ahead. is funny how life works. And we're, we're going to be talking about marriage today. But he has this thing he does every episode called the non-sponsor sponsor. Do you know what a non-sponsor sponsor is, Melissa? I have not heard that term before. Yeah. What, what, what would you think it is if you had to guess? What would you think a non-sponsor sponsor is? Uh, someone who is supportive uh, in some way, but maybe not an official way. Ooh, pretty close. Mm-hmm. Pretty good, Melissa. You're no, smart. Normally, a sponsor pays you to promote them, but in this case, we promote people who do good work without yeah. them paying us a dime. Yeah. So we're calling to see if you had any recommendations of some organization <laughs> that might be doing some good stuff. <laughs> I told him I had a non-sponsor sponsor for today, Latter House Decor. Wow. And what is their oh, number, Melissa? Cool. What a blessing. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have three listeners. I just want to point that out, right? (laughs) We're all in the studio. (laughs) It's not true. Oh, my goodness. I told him what you do. So tell us about what you do. Tell us, give give us the uh, elevator version. I can go up and down. Elevator version of what you do. (laughs) Sure. Well, um, we are uh, all survivors of domestic violence. um, And um, we reach out, well, we reach out to uh, shelters in the area. And um, they connect with some of their uh, survivors who are moving out of the shelter and into their own homes. Mm. And so often women have nothing. Um, many women are leaving with um, just the, in most of who we serve are women, although we are open to any survivors of domestic violence. Mm. Um, most, of, most of them just leave with the clothes on their back, maybe their ki- you know, with their kids, maybe just a few other things. And um, the shelters have been overcrowded and underfunded for so long. And so about the best many of them can do is provide them a mattress, a shower curtain, maybe a tub for some clothes, and that's it. And we come in and provide home furnishings, everything they need. To wow. Set up. Wow. And, <laughs> wow. And it's not just. And it's not just random stuff. We have actual interior decorators doing the work. And, so um, wait, you have volunteer so, uh, interior decorator, decorators, like a real legit yeah, ones, real legit interior. Wow! Decorator. So it's not like my cousin know how to. <laughs> my cousin got a she got a couch and she changed the cover on it. Like it's some real interior decorators. Right. Yes, Maria Burke is our lead designer, and she she does amazing work. And wow. um, so, and we're not just putting in what we think. We even have, uh, have the clients fill out at first, like 
what kind of things do you like? We're helping the survivors get their voice back, get their opinion back, their mm, their own autonomy, control over their own life back. Did and I we're hear, helping create. That uh-huh. is awesome. Melissa, did I hear you're not taking donations of furniture anymore? You're actually working with a furniture store now to donate items, or how does that work now? Yeah, for um, we've been um, fortunate to partner with the Dallas County and Tarrant County Furniture Banks, and so they are able There's to- There's a furniture um, bank? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Listen, I just found out on an earlier <laughs> podcast that there's a dog on milk bank where you can go right. get some breast it milk. A breast milk bank. Wow. Is this the same wow. bank? Is it the same bank? It's not right. You I don't be like, oh, so. I'm here for breast today. Oh, Unless they got freezers in the back. <laughs> or would you like a couch? You want a couch or you want some, <laughs> you want some, some soy breast milk? Oh my goodness. You want a love seat or some, or some lactate? <laughs> wow. Okay, so carry on. Tell us some more about it. Sure. So we're helping them get a sense of autonomy back and, and just being able to find their Melissa, voice. Melissa, hold on one second. Autonomy. You have to explain. It. I'm not. I'm not going to play like I know exactly what that autonomy. Means. It yeah. just means you're kind of by yourself. Well, but, the well, the root of abuse is control. No, 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 Melissa. So, I need you to explain what autonomy means. Autonomy is like autonomy. Yeah. yeah, it's a sense of self determination and self control, and uh, uh-huh. you know that you have ownership over your own being. That is true. Not somebody else. Carry on. Got it. So, which is so important for survivors of abuse, especially. And um, so it it helps them create their own voice and it's beautiful and a place to heal. And importantly, it um, for uh, like in a lot of these situations, CPS becomes involved. Mm-hmm. And the parents- That's Child Protective the- Agency, for, or Child Protective Services. Services. Yes. Yeah, for those who don't know. Yeah. I remember because I used to threaten one time. One time oh, I threatened this. I was like, I'm going to call the CPS people on you. And then um, I woke up 23. I don't know what oh my dad did. It was all bad. So I just want to explain to our listeners who, what CPS was. Okay, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when CPS is involved, you can't get your children back until you have proper furnishings for them. Mm-hmm. So, um, ah, I you didn't know, know that. Yeah. You, so until they have a bed for each child, they have a table for them to sit at. You know, they they won't pass the home inspection to even get custody of their children wow. back after coming out of the house. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. Have the kids ever um, came in and judged? Be like, Mom, I don't like this bed. I'm going back to the. <laughs> they probably don't do that. That is doggone oh. amazing what you do. Can you give us a story? Can you give us a sampling of what? Like, give us a story. You don't have to use names, but I'm just curious on like the oh, feelings. Well, uh huh. Oh yeah, we we've had oh gosh, so many so many families. We have. Um, you know, and there's been women of all ages, and mm-hmm. uh, well, there was there was one we helped, and she and her, her her child had 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 been sex trafficked, mm-hmm. oh, and man. he had some learning issues, and of course the medical mm-hmm. issues, and you know it you know it was wow. just being able to get them the bare necessities that they need to have a place that is beautiful, a place to live, a place that makes them feel like they matter and their experience wow. matters and their healing matters. And it's, it's just a really important step. And and you may have heard That's the awesome. statistics that um, survivors will, well, victims will return back. It usually takes an average of about seven times for a victim to leave and stay gone. Wow. Um, so, because... Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Melissa. Finish that. Well, it, and so much of it is because so much of their old life is tied into okay. that abuser and they don't know life outside of it. So us providing them a place that looks like theirs, they are safe. Wow. It looks so, like them. They have their necessities. They don't 
it removes some of the reasons for so them Melissa, to even back into it. If, if people can't donate furniture anymore, what is the best way that they can help or come alongside Ladder House? Yeah. The best way to help us is to um, go to our website. And uh, that is uh, ladderhousedecor.org. That's dope. And uh, that's ladderhouse, L-A-T-T-E-R-H-O-U-S-E. That's great. Decor, D-E-C-O-R.org. Okay. And there's a donate button on there. Okay. And that comes from Haggai 2-9 that the um, ladder house will be better than the former, the former house. I was going to say that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's Habakkuk. I just told him. I was going to say a couple that the other day. Since, I think it's second Habakkuk. Say Haggai, second man. Haggai chapter two. Haggai. Yes. Yeah, oh, versus, they changed it. Verses eight and nine. I thought they changed it. I just, hey, man, I just told a married couple that the other day. They've they had did. so many issues. Wow. I told them, what if, what if this was God's word over you? That mm. the latter years will be greater than the former years, and in this place there will be peace. Wow. That's what the text says. Way to segue yeah. to marriage, because that's what we're talking about that's today. What we're talking about. Wow. Melissa, you're awesome. Thank you so much. You are this week's non-sponsor sponsor runner-up. We're going to call somebody <laughs> up. <laughs> no. no, it is actually you. You are non-sponsor sponsor. So we hope that some of our fans and listeners go ahead and uh, support you in some way or Maybe they even make, maybe even hearing your story makes them say, you know what? Wow. Maybe I could give some of this to a neighbor or do this thing or use my talent in a new way versus uh, just doing what they've always done. Or Boom. give somebody hope who's in that situation. Yes. Right. Hope. Yeah. That's what we do here, Melissa. We give hope. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank yeah. you so much for thinking of us. We cool. really appreciate it. Yeah. One more thing, Melissa. Hey, uh, you mailed a check to 5,000 <laughs> Eldorado Parkway. Why don't, you ask what she, why don't you ask her what she really thinks of her pastor? Why don't you try that? Oh, is, it, is she a pastor? She's, I mean, you her pastor? She's in our congregation. Oh, for yes. real? Is, yeah. it, is, is Pakal your pastor? Pastor Kyle's your pastor? Kyle is my pastor. Wow. That is so... He's been amazing. How does that work out for you? <laughs> <laughs> we are definitely blessed to be a part of Scent Church. Wow. Listen. I feel like Scent was just the non sponsor sponsor no. champion. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, for real. How do you feel about that? You could tell us. Did you hear he had his little his little daughter out there selling lemonade or she was gonna get her butt whipped if she didn't like it? Whatever, tell you that? man. Come on now. That's what he decided. He said <laughs> she you know, I'm just saying he's yeah. So anyway, Melissa, you're completely awesome. I so appreciate you. Thank you so much for being our non sponsor sponsor. We should do this all the time. We call the non sponsor sponsor. If they don't answer, they don't get nothing. <laughs> Yo, you were right for answer, Melissa. All right, we appreciate you. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Wow, that was pretty dope. But we're talking about marriage. Yeah. So let's talk about marriage. Okay. First Seriously. of all, in order to talk about marriage, I think it's only appropriate that we have our wives here. Oh. Your wife declined to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's not true. She didn't decline. Mm. We just, yeah. We I just said, hey, you know what? I'm going to bring an amazingly beautiful, so doggone smart and intelligent. I can't even begin to tell you guys. My wife is in the building. Everybody, give my wife, Ebony, a round of applause. Yay! Yay. Yay. <laughs> What's up, Ebony? Thank and you. we hit the right Thank button. You. She's in the house. I'm super excited. We're going to talk about marriage. Yep. How is it for you? Awesome. Yes. Good answer. She said it's awesome. Oh, my goodness. And we, we, we put a post on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We actually put, give us, what are some of the best marriage advice you've ever gotten? Mm-hmm. And we're going to just go through a couple of these and see if it's good. Now, my wife has written a book called Before He Finds You. And it's a book. Well, you want to explain the book? It's a book that helps single women prepare 
for the opportunity of marriage. Ooh, the opportunity of marriage. I mean, you got to be married. <clears throat> and can you kind of give them a heads up that they're not, not everybody is going to find me. You know, it's not going to be this great. There's you only wanna... one Michael Jr. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. But just in general, like, because I'm such a, a hot, like, let them know that they only probably gonna find a four or a three. Because I'm a. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, can you just soften that blow for? That's do not I, true. Do you I need can to find step it. out. Me and Andy need to step out. At least some alone time. No, this no, is date night. No, no, you don't. Mm, my goodness. All. So, um, yeah, marriage. Uh, how long have you been married, Kyle? Twenty-two years. Twenty-two years. Mm -hmm. Every time I see Kyle, it was so awesome. His wife is in the car right behind him. Every see. time. I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just that's not. That's it. That is kind of true. We spend a lot of time together. True. Yeah, we do. Petra's dope. She is. She's awesome. Amazing. Wonderful. I agree. I agree. Yeah, she's pretty dope. So marriage, what would you, what's the first thing when somebody's even thinking about marriage, what's one of the first things you tell them when a woman is considering marriage? She's thinking about it. Uh, first, I want to know how much work have you put into building yourself? Ooh, that's what she asked me when we first met. She was like, how much work? How'd you answer that? Um, well, she saw the work. <laughs> so she saw that the work was there. She saw it was chiseled. Oh, okay. So it's physical. You weren't no, talking about no. physical work. I was not work. talking about physical work. Mm. Well, no, I, I did have to do some work a lot. And now we do work together, which yes. is great because we both got to grow as people. So mm -hmm. when you, when you ask that question, what are you really hoping to hear? Like, what's the right answer? Um, the right answer is, yeah, I'm working through my stuff. Like nobody's going to ever arrive or be perfect or anything like that, but to have a self-awareness about uh, there's some things about me that can be better mm -hmm. and it makes marriage better. It doesn't have, it, it doesn't have much to do with marriage in particular. It just has to do with you being the best person that you can be and offer that to the world. It just makes your marriage even better. Yeah, I would agree. I, I, I would say some of the hardest marriage situations I've seen where it didn't work out mm -hmm. was when a spouse realized after marriage in the midst of difficulty that there was a lot of stuff that they had never worked on right before the marriage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the default, if you think about getting married out there, whoever you marry, I don't care who it is, unless Jesus decides to marry you specifically, everybody gonna have some stuff. It's just Absolutely. that it's just that simple. Yeah. You can't marriage is actually, in my opinion, designed to help you get rid of some of your stuff. Yes. Yeah. Like you sure. marry your one of the things I say to couples if we ever happen to be um helping them through some stuff is you actually marry your um, personal trainer. Mm -hmm. Just stuff mm -hmm. like, your, what does a personal trainer do? Like they help you get to the shape right. that you want to be in, even if they don't know it. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about you personally. Yeah, that's right. Michael Jr. said, I'm your personal trainer. So get yourself up at 6 o'clock right. in the morning. No. Right. Mm -hmm. Life will bring you people and circumstances to reveal where you're not free. And if you're not free in some areas, your spouse is going to see it or they're going to rub you the wrong way. Something's going to be wrong. And instead of looking at them like, it's you, mm -hmm. you need to say to yourself, huh, what's showing up in me mm -hmm. right now? Why am I feeling this way? And where does that come from in the past? So, yeah. Yeah. I, I believe all that's true. I, I want to make sure that we, as we talk about marriage, we really position it as it's a good journey. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. It's a good yeah. thing. Because sometimes when we talk about how much work it is, we, we end up kind of defaulting to it's so hard oh yeah people told us that when we first got married it was like the first year gonna be the worst mm -hmm. man listen that first year was a may mm -hmm. 
zine mm-hmm. yeah and the subsequent years as well that's not good and i think that's kind of what i'm talking about like you hear people that you almost feel like you have to joke after that you say man the first year was amazing but then the second year came no but it doesn't it doesn't have to be that way it right doesn't. or somebody will say we've been married for five amazing years uh, and then but there's then two more. We made six years, five of them were amazing. And yeah. it's like, I yeah. think, um, yeah, marriage is really, it's really good. But um, Ebony, mm-hmm. so Michael's sitting over there. Have you all had some hard things you've had to work through at times? Oh, yeah, sure. I, I think. Hey, let's go to the non sponsor sponsor real quick if we can. Can we talk to the non sponsor sponsor? No, just... Oh, man. I think. Um, you never had to call Ladder House. I never had to call Ladder House. No, praise God. Yeah, because we got furniture. But I, I, I think because in the beginning of our marriage, we created a culture of resolving conflicts quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait a second. Now, sometimes that means somebody's like, no, we're going to settle this now. Yeah, you know, nobody which, had that tone, though, Kyle. <laughs> I'm just saying. Which one why are you, you trying to use my voice when you did it? We're going to settle this right Which now. one of y'all was the one that had more of a natural tendency to, to want to settle things quickly? Uh, Michael. All day. Like, I'm like, yeah, Yo, we need to talk this thing through. Let's figure it Cause out. Because I can marinate for a little while before I talk. I'm, I want to talk, but maybe not right now. One okay. thing we've never done ever is we never go to bed angry. We just won't do it. Any, not, not just angry, just any disagreement at all. So you chose to kind of adjust a bit to embrace this culture that he brought to the relationship. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't against it, but sometimes he's ready before I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Or some or something like that. They so say men are like microwaves and women are like crockpots, but they're, they're talking about something else. Yeah, <laughs> he's ready before you ready. That's something else. Ready ready. Okay, I'm ready. But yeah, he. I would say he he was the leader in that, and I was in agreement with it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So when he start pressing on, hey, we need to take care of this today. Yeah. Um. Then I would cooperate. Yeah. So we actually said, hey, we're not gonna go to bed uh, in disagreement. And you know, that's what the Bible says, too. I don't know if you know that, Pastor. I do know but that. But the Bible says that as well. Don't so let the sun go down on your anger. Don't try to quote it now because you yeah. weren't ready for it. Just you just saying. looked it up. You got a fast Google search on your phone. All right. So, <laughs> um, so what we decided to do was we, we actually took it to heart. And one night we had a disagreement. And, and here's what I mean. When you have a disagreement and you and you staying up to work it out before you go to bed, you can't take the attitude of, you know what, you're right. My bad. Let's go to sleep now. You, my, I'm my fault. No, it's no. tempting though. It is tempting because you're tired. <laughs> so we stayed up. How long did we? How late did we stay up one night? It was past three. It was like three forty-one. I remember. We didn't go to sleep until three forty-one. And the beautiful part about how, how long ago was that? Maybe oh, about probably fifteen years. ago. How long y'all been married? Seventeen years. Seventeen years. But here's okay. the thing. So it wasn't the night of the wedding. No, sir. No, we weren't talking at all <laughs> that night. So, um. <laughs> So here's what happened when you stay up till 341. The next day and all subsequent days, all the subsequent days after that. Thank you, Pastor mm-hmm. God, for yeah. correcting me. You're welcome, man. You're a, you're a great pastor. I'm man. a walking dictionary. It. Yeah, well. Um, so what what happens is because you your body had to deal with that the night before mm-hmm. or you've had that experience before, what happens is you're like, I'm not doing that again. No. And you resolve things so much faster. Like, not just because you're thinking about that. You're just like, yo, I don't want this thing to drag on because Jimmy Evans says it really well. How did he say it, Lo? Um, He says when you uh, when you go to bed in, in a disagreement or whatever with your spouse, 
then you let your you let the you let Satan counsel you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the enemy is counseling you when you go to bed mm-hmm. angry. She, she ain't no. I told you. I told you. Just go. Your mama told you. Like all that negative stuff. Yeah, being angry. There's nothing wrong with being angry. Right. There's something wrong with um, not not being proactive about finding a solution. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Let's find a solution. Yeah. Yo, let's take a couple of comments. We got some comments from Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. By the way, I'm Michael JR Comedy on all platforms. If you guys want to follow. You know, this is so on the Facebook. You don't got to be deep. It can be any, any well, question. The question was asked, what's something. the best marriage advice that you have received? So, yeah, we asked that question. What's the yes. best marriage advice? So it says, don't marry the person you think you can live with. Marry only the individual you can't live without. So he's supposed to marry your mama? They're quoting Dr. That, James Dobson. That's a Hallmark card. <laughs> Yeah. Marry the person you can't live without. Yeah, this, this, this one, Rosanna. What kind of stalker? Marry the person you're stalking. <laughs> Rosanna McNeil Neville says, have the closest walk with God. With God first. The rest of your relationships, especially spouses, will flourish. And then That's uh, great. Andy, you got one? Because his is so spiritual. What you got, Andy? <laughs> uh, the first one that pops up here is uh, Lacretia. Let's first hold back up because she's going to correct you. She's going to show up at the studio and be like, it's Lacretia. You said Lacretia? It's my accent. You called her a creature, bro. So ex-modern law. Oh, say her name again. Lacretia. Can you, can you say it without going up at the end? Just try it. Let me see. If you, Lacretia. There yeah. you go. There you go. You like Lacretia? You had a question mark all in the middle of her name. Right. Lacretia. Ex-modern law after he assaulted, assaulted me. Oh, yeah. Well, if she's in jail, who's going to pay the bills? You? Exes. LOL. Added the advice that but the money was more important than me. Are you on the best marriage advice or the worst marriage advice? I'm sorry, post? I think I'm on the worst marriage advice. <laughs> oh, okay. You're I'm about to be like, marriage that advice. That doesn't sound very light to you. right now. My goodness. Andy, Andy. What? Uh, did that sound like, oh did that sound like good advice? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Who's going to pay the bills if you get locked up? Oh, oh, who's who's at home? home? Who's at home right oh, now, my goodness. Well, that's actually a good <laughs> advice. <How are> <laughs> How are things at home right now, Andy? <laughs> Very good. Oh, man. That is so funny. Wow. All right, Kyle, go ahead. You got one? Yeah, I have one here. It says, I have to, well, okay, it's spiritual again. I have to first be in love with Jesus to love my husband the best I can because God is love. That's Ace Daily Thanksgivings. I don't think that's a real name, that person's mm-hmm. name on Facebook. It's, yeah. What's what, what, Another what? one says, being in love is a choice. This is Yvette. Trujillo Salinas. Oh, yeah. You live at your chill, Lajinas. Being in love is a choice you make every day. Don't give up on it. Keep fighting for it daily. Ooh, that's what somebody told her. Wow. What's the best marriage advice you got, Kyle? Uh, Put Christ at the center. If we keep pursuing Jesus individually, who told you that? We'll drift towards one another. Who told you? Owen Frazier. Brother Owen Frazier, who had been married for like 55,000 years, who did our premarital counseling. He made us come to his house every other Wednesday evening leading up to the wedding. And he would sit and quote scripture to us as if he had the Bible memorized. And his Mm. wife would bring this little tray with teacups on it and cookies Mm. and set it down in front of us. And he would just talk to us. He just poured into us. And he helped me realize God wasn't just interested in my marriage or my career. God wanted everything. So mm. I would say during premarital counseling, I realized, okay, God, you want everything. And it changed the trajectory of our lives. Wow. Let's call your wife. 
Can we call Petra? Okay. We can try. Let me see. Yeah. See if she will answer this unknown <laughs> phone number. Oh, wait. Let's, you got to put your code in or whatever droids yeah, require you to what do is, there. His code Andy. is uh, worst right. marriage ever. So let me go to phone here. We're going to call Petra. Petra's awesome, by the way. Answers. This see if she answers. This could be interesting. Petra is awesome. She I don't is. know how much you're going to appreciate this unsolicited phone call. <laughs> oh, yeah. You start putting Petra <laughs> on the She's kind of expecting it. She knows he's doing a podcast right now. Is it could happen. You got the volume up? You got to turn the volume up, Andy. Hello. Hey. Hey there. How you doing, Petra? Good. How are you? Amazing. Fabulous. <laughs> Sitting here on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Petra, I'm just going to let you know Ebony is in the house. I so am. What's up, girl? Hi, Ebony. Hi. No, no. Why are you trying to make it safe? I just need her to know. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, that's what you do. You for protect. the sake of my marriage. That's good. I need so, to make it safe for my wife. So Kyle was you just... Know, Kyle was, I, I oh, almost didn't pick up the phone because I thought it was a telemarketer, but I'm waiting for a call from my doctor. So oh. you're in luck that I actually picked up. Wow, <laughs> it works out cool. That's her way of saying if the questions get too tough about marriage, yeah. she Ooh, might suddenly have to go. There. Way to have an exit. Oh, is, that, is that what this podcast way to have is exit. about? Marriage? Yeah, yeah. Well, kind of about marriage. Kyle was just mentioning how two days ago he ran into his ex-girlfriend. And he was saying how um, his response, he didn't know he was going to feel that way. Wow. <laughs> so, what is your response to this? Oh, stop it. <laughs> that is not a true story. It's not. Oh, what was your name? Your vet? Look, uh, I look, slept with I my was... ex-girlfriend last night because Petra <laughs> used to be my girlfriend oh, before she was my true. wife. Oh. There you go. And she was your ex-girlfriend? She's and you married her? <laughs> <laughs> Everything works but the ex. Petra, hey, I was telling about Owen Frazier. Wait, wait, tell us, what is some of the best marriage advice you guys ever got? See if it's the same for you as it was for them. Okay, yeah. What is it, Pat? The best marriage advice? Yeah, yeah. Some, of the, some of the top or just one thing. Um, well, the top one is putting God first in your marriage. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, um, everybody uses that one. <laughs> I know. Everyone, everyone uses but that one. But that is one. a good one. Because um, that's the truth. Well, 50, it is a good one. Technically, 50% of the people use it, right? Cause, that's true. Because I have 50%. Right. Yeah. Remember that one about, um, go ahead. What? The problem's not really the problem? Yes. What is that one? The problem's not really the problem. Mm. When when a couple is arguing about something, um, it's really about how they communicate versus wow. what they're what they're arguing or have a disagreement about. Yep. Wow. So the if you can learn how to, you know, uh, communicate effectively, then you'll better be able to solve issues in your marriage instead of that the same dope. cycle coming up over and over and over again. That That's is good. dope. Hey, how did Kyle get this uh, this black mark under his eye? Any idea how that happened? That Petra. is great. I've never heard that phrase before. The problem's not the problem, which is the same as saying, "Yo, ask yourself when something comes up. Be like, yo, what is this coming up in me? Couldn't have anything to do.'" necessarily with the other person it's about right. how you're how you're receiving it that mm -hmm. is great yeah Petra, yeah what was the uh, yeah. what was what was the last argument you guys had really? oh, last argument yeah that's a good um, one or one of the ones you remember what will happen and then one of the ones that i remember mm -hmm. um probably about <laughs> when kyle does not park in the garage she'll park oh, in the driveway yeah. that was classic Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a little passive aggressive. Wait, no, wait. No. So what happens? You it don't park. You park. You don't park in the garage. There was a day I didn't park in well, the garage. Normally he, yeah. Normally, the, no, normally he does park in the garage, but this day he didn't for whatever reason. And our driveway 
you know, we have a back alley driveway like most people here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's really short. So I have an SUV. He has a four-door sedan. And when he parks outside uh, in the driveway um, um, in front of his spot in the garage, it's really difficult for me to get in and out of the mm, garage. So selfish, I always tell him, selfish. if you're going to park outside, <laughs> park over more towards the third stall so I can get in and out of the driveway. Mm-hmm. So he so, keeps on. And... So I, I expressed <laughs> my disappointment in him continuing to do that. Wow. And after a few times, he still wasn't getting the message. So mm-hmm. when I came home, I parked in the garage str- straddling both spots. So yes. that... He could hopefully understand that it's uh, really inconvenient. It's really inconvenient. She didn't tell you it was a rainstorm, as a Texas hailstorm. I pulled <laughs> up <laughs> in my car, I opened the garage, and I couldn't pull in. Wow! And I'm like, "What in the world is going on?" Like, she must have thought she was only going to be here for a minute. Like, I gave her the benefit of the doubt, and then I came in the house and I learned that she did that purposely to teach me a lesson. Wow! I did. And what was your I response? Did. My response well, to her had- lesson. Well, he, he hasn't parked um, outside, <laughs> um, blocking my way into the garage. Because yeah, I got so. soaked, man. My I clothes are all worked. wet. And... Oh, my goodness. So let that me tell you what I'm... So, so I think now you actually answered a question that we had earlier, which is how did he get that black mark on his eye? <laughs> <laughs> that brother parked in the wrong spot. He was like, kapow. That is dope. Wow. Uh, you know, Petra but I, No, but actually, his, his response was to back my car out of the garage, pull his car in, and then leave my car. Yeah, and right. And then, and then pull my car back into the garage. Yeah. Yeah, I parked the right way. I got the message. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, and he hasn't done it since. So problem right. solved, right, Kyle? Right. Absolutely, dude. You're the best wife in, in America. Wait, yeah. wait. When the eye open so, back up, I can tell if he's telling the truth or not. <laughs> so, wait. I, I, want, I want to turn the tables. Michael Jr. and Ebony? Yeah, it was the well, last argument y'all had. <laughs> <laughs> this works both ways. <laughs> what was our last argument about? Disagreement. Or is it about to be right now about what that last uh, argument was about? Ebony's thinking. Good question. Uh, Mm, I, I only have love in my eyes for you. See, transparency. Is think, what was like? What What was our dis? Like, when was it? When? Uh, um. Hmm. Okay. So I'll, this wasn't a disagreement, right? What mm-hmm. about the thing that you mentioned the other day, which I was excited about? Mm. Remember, you said it was hard to bring it to me, but you brought it anyway. Oh, that was from yeah. That was pretty dope. Yeah. Was it, it's not an argument, though. It's not an argument. It could have been one. It could have been one. It could have been one ten years ago. Let's just do one right now. <laughs> yeah. Let's just argue right now. You know what? I, yeah. oh, the I the, the lions are the cowboys. Okay, so here's what happened. So recently, my wife. What? What'd you look like that for, Ebony? So Why would I say not anything but the lions? Yes, the lions are the cowboys. <laughs> ah, you tripping? So here's what happened. Um, we were out with a couple. And I was telling a story and I explained that our relationship on a scale of one to 10 is probably a nine, nine and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is true fully. And we've communicated that before together, right? So, and then uh, a few days later, she said something about that in that moment didn't sit right with her. And she wanted to get really, really clear. And she brought up, what did you, you brought up? I don't fully remember. What did you bring well, up? we were talking about, you know, how he was talking about how he's grown. 
and uh, in that in those years before he grown in the area of communication, he was saying even then it was an it was a nine. And so I'm thinking, well, we were getting along well and things were great. But yeah. if I'm being honest about it, like everything wasn't a nine. Like, right. like I was doing I was jumping through some fiery hoops to make it a nine. Right. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. I, I I I didn't think that he understood yeah. what it was like to be married to him mm-hmm. then. Right. And I wanted to be honest oh. about that. Yeah, so I'm doing the math as if it's just me now, mm-hmm. not thinking back to how it was when it was me then, mm-hmm. as if it was yeah. an eight. So even if I tell a story in the past, I would say it as like we were a nine, nine yeah. and a half. But the truth is, I had to acknowledge that we were probably a nine point four. We underestimate oh the impact of our immaturity mm-hmm. on our spouses when we were yes. less mature. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. You're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah, minimize the impact that it actually had. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Wow, Andy, let's call your wife. <laughs> wow, Petra, thank you so much. I so appreciate you just randomly getting on the call with us, like for real. And you even, I just, I appreciate the fact you was willing to take a call from some random phone number. Could be some random man you expect a phone oh. call from, and you just picked up. So, thank you for that. I'm just glad you weren't a telemarketer. <laughs> Actually, as long as I have you here. <laughs> I want to call you about your warranty in your car. Do you have uh, a <laughs> Have you heard of Amway? Do you have three friends? <laughs> <Let's> see. <laughs> oh All right, you're awesome, Petra. Thank you so much. I love uh, you, Petra. You I'll talk bye to you bye. later. All right. Bye. Wait, was she, did she say it to me? It just got weird when I was saying bye. She said, <laughs> I said bye. Like two to me. She's, no, she's talking That's to me. That's her nickname, two see. to me. Oh, a little two to me. Faster <laughs> <laughs> two to me. Uh, Ebony, get your husband. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was dope. So here's the thing. The off the cuff moment I want to go off the cuff on is communication. Yes. It was really the regular thing that continued through this, even though we weren't trying to. Communication is huge. So when something happens in your marriage, when something's not feeling right, instead of pointing at the other person, assuming that they need to make some changes, ask this question. Ask the question, what is coming up in me? What am I feeling right now? And if if you dare, I'd actually dare you to journal down what you're feeling. But when you do it, don't include the, your spouse. Just talk about your feelings only. Because if you journal it and say something like, he did this or she makes me feel this way, you'll start to write about them. I want you to write about you. I want you to journal about you so you can find out what is that thing that's coming up. Because what you may find is there's something from your past that is showing up currently. Because remember, life will bring you people and circumstances to reveal where you're not free. And the person you're married to is there to help you get free. God will use that person in every aspect of life. It is funny how life works. Boom, for the whole screw. I want to say thank you so much for my amazing wife for being here. Like, I, oh, she's amazing for real. And then Pakal, great job. And then Andy, stuff, you do whatever you did. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate it. I don't know what you did. But I want to talk about a great book, Funny How Life Works. Oh, there is a great book you guys can get. It's available everywhere books are sold. I saw that. Yeah. And we want to give them a free chapter. We're going to give you a free chapter of Funny How Life Works. Tell them. MichaelJr.com slash chapter. You get a free chapter of Funny How Life Works. I read some of those chapters. You read the whole book, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? It was great. Thanks, man. Yeah. It really means a lot to me, for real. 